You're listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast, where we translate left brain business jargon and strategies for right brain creatives like you. Our mission is to help you transform from starving artist to thriving creative and create a business and career you love without the overwhelming confusion. Hey, I'm Jen, the creative business strategist behind the Creative Entrepreneurs Lab, and I am honored to be your guide through this sometimes crazy creative business maze. You can be a thriving creative entrepreneur, and this podcast is here to help you along the way. Today, I'm talking with Douglas Humphreys, a writer who I met through an amazing Twitter chat called Create Lounge. By the way, if you'd like to join the Create Lounge community, the chat happens on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. We did have a little bit of technical difficulty with some of the audio in this episode, so please excuse that. Today, though, we're chatting about how to leverage a side hustle while working a full-time job. Let's jump right in. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I uh, uh, met through Create Lounge, obviously, which um, really great as far as uh, just meeting people and creatives. Mm-hmm. And I, I now realize how many cool things I'm doing right now that I can trace right back to Create Lounge. Like, um, so I started with Create Lounge. I think that's probably the best place to start. I started with Create Lounge um, two or three years ago, uh, started coming to the Create Lounge chats and then got to know founder of Create Lounge, Kayla Hollis, and got to collaborate with her on kind of moving Create Lounge into uh, the next sort of level with different kind of content streams. And then I guess about six months ago, I uh, was approached by her and basically kind of sat down and she had made the decision that she wanted to step away from Create Lounge to pursue. Uh, other interests. Um, those interests have actually kind of blossomed that she is um, running a conference for creative business professionals in Minneapolis. But in the process, you know, focusing on that, she wanted to step away from Create Lounge and asked me if I would like take over, which I was flattered and um, has been running that probably for the last uh, five, six months. In addition to that, I uh, blog regularly at douglashumphreys.com talking about creativity and writing, which I think that's if you were talking about primary creative outlet, I am always a man of words specifically fiction is always kind of where my heart has been and really kind of getting into that so i've been posting a little bit about my writing process also some of my fiction and as a corollary to that my big creative thing is NaNoWriMo which is National Novel Writing Month and i have done that and completed it for the last five years and i will definitely wow. be doing it this year as well so yeah so that's that's kind of me I'm super excited to have you on the show because this is the first time we've gotten to actually talk face-to-face, so to speak. So. Yeah, not, not in a 120-character limit. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of interesting. I was talking with a friend this week and talked about, like, when someone asks you, like, oh, what are you into or what are you doing? You know, the the first thought is always like, well, I'm not really doing anything. But then we're like, oh, but I'm doing that. And then that ends up popping. Well, then I'm also doing this, this other thing. And I think that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'll be like, well, yeah. I'm not really doing anything. And they're like, well, I am writing that book and that other book and that third book and just kind of listing all the things I'm working on. So uh, top of the list, uh, obviously, is Create Lounge, mm-hmm. uh, which we are uh, looking right now to revamp the blog. We launched a blog at the beginning of this year, and we're looking to kind of go back and revamp sort of what that's about and that much more natural extension of the Create Lounge community. And I'm really excited to get that launched hopefully sometime in the next couple of weeks. In addition to that, kind of like I said, with NaNoWriMo, uh, that is something I do religiously every November. And so uh, now now that it's September, this is the time that my brain kind of freaks out and realizes it's September because October is going to be all my prep work and then November is just insane. So definitely prepping for that. That's a big iron in the fire. 
in addition to that, I do my regular blogging and I'm working on some fiction projects that I've kind of had. Some of them start with NaNoWriMo, some start elsewhere. Uh, in addition to that, I do have a book that I released last year, uh, self-publishing, uh, called Fire in My Bones, which is sort of a memoir, journal, kind of scriptural analysis on the book of Jeremiah. And in addition to that, I am just recently announced that I'm partnering with Nikki Florino of Fables and Fauna, uh, another great lounger, which yep. she's great. And she is a incredibly talented uh, children's book artist, and she is actually releasing her first children's book next month in November. Amelia the Fine Cat and I am collaborating with her on the next one, and I, that is something I am super excited about. So that's just a bit of just kind of all the different things I'm involved with, and, and, and on top of that, of like a, a like a regular day job. So yeah, I think as far as doing more, just time management is always more. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I need to do more because I don't have enough on my plate already. Um, as far as doing more, I think, you know, time management is sort of the one note we all come back and just wanting more time for all these things that really matter to us and having to kind of split time and other things. I think, you know, the dream has always been like to do it full time, do all this yeah. writing stuff, all this blogging stuff, all this creative stuff and just do that as my day job and make that my day job. And I would love to be there and I'd love to say I was there, that I was there right now, but I'm not. And so, like I said, I have a day job. I actually technically have two. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I have a, like a regular day job. Well, I have a regular day job that is most of the time, but it's kind of flexible. And then I also, I also do some tutoring, which is, it's also something I like and enjoy as part of my skill set. So I like doing it, but it always feels like writing sort of is that extra thing I have to do when really that's the thing most central to who I am as a person. So that's always been the dream uh, to have like like a business that's centered around that, that I can do that my own way and that I can do that more of the time that I'm doing that now. So that's that's something definitely I wish I could more, but just having to make peace with the fact that the way my life is, bills and such, that that's not practical at this point. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there are other kind of revenue streams that you'd be able to explore with that. You talked about tutoring. So maybe mm -hmm. that could be something that you could move with in the writing aspect where you could kind of do creative writing tutoring. Because I know yeah. when my younger sister was taking it in high school, her teacher wasn't the greatest. <laughs> And she was good at, at writing, but a lot of the other kids in her class were not. And she almost ended up tutoring them. So that might be something that you'd be able to do, whether in person or online or some kind of move yourself. It might not be exactly the kind of writing you want to do, mm -hmm. but it could help move you towards building your authority in that niche, at least getting to do the writing aspect of it, creative side as opposed to doing day job. I completely agree. That's actually, they mentioned it. That's something sort of I've toyed around with past. I did a little bit. It was pro bono, obviously, with my nieces. Um, so I couldn't really feel a comfortable charging family. But it is something I've toyed around with as far as like maybe even kind of curriculum. Um, yeah. So... But, you know, that is something I'd, I'd like to come back. Maybe some something I need to carve out time to kind of brainstorm with. Um, yeah, I mean, so. you've always got us at Create Lounge that me and Emily and Nikki would be happy to have a mastermind session and talk about it. So. <laughs> yeah, but. good idea. Okay, how many times have you heard, oh, I never got that email, or are you sure this will be agreed on? I can't find the email that you're referring to. You know the client got that important email, but you can't prove they read it. That's all in the past, though, once you start using Dubsado. With easy-to-use client portals and email threads complete with tracking who's read those emails, you'll never have to wonder if a client read an email or dig through your inbox for proof ever again. It's all in one place in their client portal. Sign up for a free trial 
no time limit at thecelab.com slash Dubsado and kiss your client email drama goodbye. And actually, now that I think about it, speaking of that kind of stuff, if you were to approach high school and college competitive speech teams, uh-huh. my husband coaches with that oh. and the kids write their own speeches and everything. Mm-hmm. So having, and some of them are fiction or mm-hmm. edited fiction. And since you also do editing, that could be another place that you could approach with that kind of stuff too. Yeah, so, I yeah. thought about that. That's that's very good. Yeah, just some thoughts on that. Um, Thanks. I mean, with Nikki and and that sort of stuff, I'd bad mm-hmm. more that as you guys make more contacts in that field too, especially since you're doing the writing and be able to do the editing and that sort of stuff, you could start mm-hmm. specializing in that so that you could offer that for self-published authors. Yeah. For that, it's probably going to be more making the contacts and just finding the marketing opportunities for that and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And for NaNoWriMo, you might be able to go in there and offer editing services and stuff to you because I know a lot of people, they finish up like, I don't ever want that again, but I could do something with it. So yeah, that's, that's always something I've been really interested in, especially with like first time authors and someone who's, as someone who's gone through the self, uh, the self-publishing process really to help people on because something that I have really a passion for. And kind of when I started on my website and started blogging and um, put out my first services, that's kind of was my intention. And so it's always something I'd, I'd want to come back to. Um, but like you said, it's it's really about building contacts and mm-hmm. finding those marketing opportunities, which cards on the table has never been my uh, never been my my skill set, but definitely something that I feel like I have something to offer. Yeah, for sure. Finding the, the means to offer that. Yeah, I think for for Nano, at least mm-hmm. I have found Pinterest is a huge driver for that. Hmm. I um, we did the spare room project for several several years and just transitioned it to new project but when we were doing that i had a nano series of blog posts that i had done and those are still driving traffic and it's not november and they're not recent so if you had like a series or something where you showed people what they could do with it and then if people are sharing that you could take a look at them and maybe say hey you've got something here I would love to work with you to edit it because any touches, it's like perspective and you could definitely do something. I think that could definitely be something that would be organic and that way it's not necessarily extra on top of what Mm -hmm. you're already doing. Oh, I agree. I, I mean, I blogged my nano process before in previous years, and obviously it's something that I really don't shut up about. So, <laughs> But I, I realize now I don't, I've mentioned it before. I don't know if I've ever devoted a lot of thinking to, to like blogging about the post nano process, which I, I now see is it's a really ripe, ripe avenue for talking about because that's really, that is the question of, of what now. And I think probably, you know, you can't think too far past November at this point, but no. <laughs> I, I think I think December or, you know, even into January, January is, yeah. would be a really good time to kind of unpack that for people. January especially is a really good time to start yes. asking yourself, well, what the heck can I do with this? You know, can I do something? Yeah. I think that's sort of part of our the, the next process for Create Lounge. Mm-hmm. You know, that Create Lounge is kind of this ready-made community for a community of for creatives. And hopefully once we build up the blog a little more, um, to get to a place where people are, that's kind of where I'm seeing the, the creative process, specifically with Create Lounge to go, is kind of to to map out the creative process of, you know, yeah. you have an idea, you work on the idea, then what do you do with the idea? And um, I think that would be a good app. Create a space for people to really come in and say, well, I made this thing, now what I do with it? And then either, you know, people give them ideas or even just connecting them with other people like, oh, I'm an editor or I'm a publisher mm-hmm. or I'm a, an agent or whatnot and just see where that goes. Yeah, because we've got a really diverse community in there. and it's, uh, Collaborations, like Create Lounge collaborations are just 
part of the magic oh, and I've yes. just seen so much come out of them. So yeah, I'm really yeah. excited to, to grow some more. Yeah. Every time I come in there, I, I always seem to find one, at least one new person. I yeah. need to get to know you better. <laughs> yeah. And what, what the heck do you do? And, and it's always something different than anyone else has done. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. I love the aspect about them. Like back in the past when Kayla's done pay, pen pals and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's just making those connections is yeah. it's just huge. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's that's something and talk about like growing your business. And I think where I'm at right now and sort of the, the grace I've had to give myself for the process is I see that I'm in a place right now where I have, like I said, a lot of irons in the fire, mm-hmm. but there's lots of things that I'm working on right now that are going to bear fruit yes. further down the road, mm-hmm. but aren't going to right now. And that's just part of this. I'm not doing anything yeah. wrong with them. I'm actually doing right by them by giving them the time they need to kind of form into something. And I think just the patience I had for my half for my, have to have for myself as far as like not being where I want to be is just accepting the fact that I am doing something yes. and I, I'm doing things. And I know those things are going to turn into something that really excites me. And just to be okay with, I think part of growth is just to be okay with the size you're at now Yes. while moving towards the next step. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because I think mm-hmm. something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with is the idea that you may not break even in the first year of business, first three or however long it takes. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Oh, Just because yeah. one person quit their $120,000 a year job and was within three months making more <laughs> than they made of that job, that doesn't mean all of us have to do that or that we should. Yeah. yeah so I, I've really been, um, and I have to thank obviously Kayla for this, that um, her conference is all about your own way, about forming things your own way. And I've been just really inspired watching that come together as far as my own business. And, you know, if I'm going to call it a business or whatever I'm going to call it, uh, just being okay with the shape it's taking, that it's not, you know, it's not the the six-figure overnight Mm -hmm. kind of passive income awesomeness that that maybe (laughs) some other people have. But I realized that I'm not going to make that because that's not what I'm making. I'm making something else. And if this mm-hmm. is just the slow burn, then I'm okay with that. And I can be okay with that. And But obviously, brainstorming is always you know, my sweet spot and thinking about what's the next thing and what can I do? What can, what can I make in the meantime while I'm building this other stuff? And I think that's that's really exciting about. Yeah. And that's, yeah, being able to, to balance all of that and understand the value of patience. <laughs> Personally, that's never been my strong suit. <laughs> It's, 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 it's not uncommon. <laughs> I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, especially because mm-hmm. a lot of us are, are go, go, go. Yeah. And so, yeah, just being able to give yourself the time to grow and grow into opportunities that, like you said, may not have fruit immediately, but are going to be blossoming as time progresses. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's definitely a really valuable lesson to be learning, even if it's not always the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So tell everybody where they can find you online so they can connect with you and see all the awesome stuff that you're doing and get well, to follow along. Well, like previously stated, I am at Create Lounge every Wednesday night at mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. You can follow us at, at Create Lounge HQ, and that's Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Uh, we got some cool stuff on Instagram too. And also yeah, Crate Lounge, CrateLounge.com, which is the new CrateLounge 2.0.com. We're hoping to <laughs> launch soon. We're not going to call it that. But, no, but. <laughs> um, as for me, you can find me online at DouglasHumphreys.com. And you can find me on social media at Douglas underscore Among Us. Which I love. I've, that's you. a fantastic name. Thank we'll you. be linking to all of those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on, Doug. And I'm Thank excited to see me where everything goes for you. Thank you so much. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast. I hope you got some great takeaways from this episode, and if you want some accountability to help you follow through on those takeaways, you should join us over in our Facebook group called The Lab for Creative Entrepreneurs. I'd love to see you in there and hear what your biggest aha moment was. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and make sure to leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps other creatives discover the podcast and learn along with you. Until next time.